Welcome to the Freedom Fridays Project podcast. I'm Pete Clark, your host, The Whispers Guy. It appears that work expands to the time that we give it, and I started to explore how I was investing my time and effort, particularly on Fridays. It's evolved to an explanation and experiment with time, energy, attention and identity, and a mindset shift from I have to to I choose to. So if you're interested in exploring some changes to the way that you invest your time and your energy, if you'd like some tips on the way as you make some changes perhaps to your identity, if you would like the freedom of I choose to, away from I have to, then this is the podcast for you. So welcome to the Freedom Fridays Project podcast. Welcome to episode 19. So I'm going to do a solo, a short solo episode this week, partly to reflect on the interviews that I've been having and some of the normal people that are doing extraordinary things, share some thoughts with you about how my Fridays are going and leave you with a couple of questions that I've been pondering. And so I came across a book a couple of weeks ago called Start Ugly. That's right, Start Ugly. And that really resonated with me because when I started this, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, It was on a bit of a whim. Uh, It's not my normal or hasn't been my normal approach. Normally I do some research and plan it out and do a mind map, etc, etc. Whereas I just started this and with a, a, a resolve to see where it went, if it even went anywhere, and to make it a bit better as I went along. And I think I've done that, you know, 19 episodes in with a couple of episodes interviewing uh, other people. I feel like I can, you know, I make notes quicker. I am able to articulate a little bit longer and I think a little bit better. But you, the listener, would be the judge of that about what's been going on in my head. And and so when I came across Start Ugly, it really resonated because for me, that's the premise. If you're, you're never really going to know until you start. And as I said, my normal pattern was it's got to be pretty schmick. And, and I wonder, I've been wondering a lot if that's because I was fearful of the perception that people would have um, in my work, in my life. Um, I don't know what it is exactly, but people will have a perception of, of how I operate. And I wonder if my fear of it being less than what it might have been prevented me from even doing this. And so that's been a really big win for me in, in doing this podcast is just the ability to record my voice with some relatively random thoughts under the premise of Freedom Fridays and see where it goes. Now, one of the things that I've shared with you before, if you've listened to previous podcasts, is what then came out of the universe what then came out of the woodwork, if you like, was other people who were doing Fridays or not <laughs> were trying to move from something to something. They were trying to move from, God, I have to do this and I really want to choose to do that. And so far I've interviewed two pretty normal people. Alex, who is a corporate guy who is using magic to become a better storyteller. And Craig, who is moving out of the long-held family home. Fascinating, art, fascinating interviews. And as I've reflected on that as a, as a task, as a, 
you know, uh, something to share with with you, the listener. It's I found it quite easy to have the conversation. I found it better, and almost like we're having a coffee or or a beer or something. And that's allowed me just to make it more conversational. So if you do have any feedback about whether it lands that way, I'd love to know because that's how it feels. I think I could probably be better prepped and and I've gone into this with a couple of notes around what's the signature question at the start and how are you going to end and what might be two or three key questions you might ask and uh, again as we know the hard work is done long before you dance under the lights so as I interview more and more people and that may expand into different areas I will be doing more prep I'll probably at the moment keep the the signature question, which which is, you know, what's your big how? What's your big change? What are you moving from to? What are you moving from? I have to to I choose to. What is that? And to see if that's informative or instructional f- for you, the listener, about how you might make those changes. Um, that's what I'll be doing a bit more next time. And another distinction that I've, I guess, has become clearer for me as I've spoken to. Alex and Craig in particular, is that whilst it might not seem extraordinary to you, or even I sometimes, it's extraordinary to them. And whilst we might not be attached to the the historical narrative that's made it extraordinary for them, I think there's something insightful and, and potentially informative by listening to other people's stories about what are extraordinary for them. And in, in doing so, um, it may not be something, you know, that Michael Jordan or Oprah Winfrey would find extraordinary. And obviously this is not broadcast to that many people yet. But I, I think it's, it's helpful to hear other people's interpretations of how they go through those extraordinary things. And so I'm, I'm hoping that it's been useful and informative, um, a little bit interesting. Um, about normal people. If you if you're someone, if you're a normal person and you're doing something extraordinary, please get in touch and I'd happily interview you and include you on in this if you think other people would might might like to hear might like to hear your story. And something I came across a week or so ago was I was part of a meditation webinar and I've been using Insight Timer a lot. Um, sometimes just the, the timer, sometimes a guided meditation. And I've been finding it really useful. And something that someone said was just put the question to us about how do we find ourselves in a place of peace when all around us is in chaos? Now, whether your life's in chaos or not, I don't know. But when I reflect on the news, social media, some really close friends of ours, as I'm sure many of you have, are going through some really tough times emotionally, psychologically, in work, in life, with kids, with pets. And it's it's amazing how much chaos there might be out there. And so in order to navigate that chaos, how do we find ourselves in a place of peace? And some questions that have helped me do that is... Are things like, what are you curious about? So when I ask myself that question, what am I curious about? It gets me thinking beyond the immediate issue or challenge, or perhaps what's unfolding or what's 
evolving for me? How is this how is this playing out in front of me? And it just gets me to consider that there might be something beyond my immediate reaction to the chaos. Another question that struck me is, you know, what's worth exploring at the right time? Now might not be the right time, but it might still be worth exploring and, you know, keep it in the back of my mind or in a journal for, for somewhere later. And the final question that really got me thinking was, so what am I not hearing yet? So very similar to this concept of 21 Whispers. And if you know the story, great. If you don't, you can see a two minute video on, on my website. Check it out, 21 Whispers about us. And those that comment, how do we find ourselves in a place of peace when all around is in chaos? And using some of those questions, I've been able to at least front of mind think about how I do that more and more. And that's become more and more of where my attention is going. Despite what's happening, despite what's going on, is how am I finding a place of peace? Whether it's through activity, whether it's through connection with another human or family or member or friend, or whether it's through meditation or whether it's through reading or something. How am I at peace with whatever's going on externally? How am I at peace internally? That's been a real prominent thing for me over the last few weeks. And then the final thing I'll share with you is something I'm uh, quite proud of actually. So originally the concept here of Freedom Fridays was to not work on Fridays because that was a, a have to given I'm self-employed and to choose to. So I may choose to work or choose to play golf or you know just chillax or do something different and the intention was to uh, try and add life to my years. And, and so two things I've done. One is I had a client engagement uh, tentatively. So if I'm giving myself a hard time, it was easy because it was tentative, but it was tentatively scheduled for a Friday. And I I said it and I agreed to it a little bit reluctantly at the start. And, and I'm not sure the client would have known, but I didn't make it make it clear. And part of me feels a little bit of regret and guilt and like, oh, giving myself a hard time about that. But then a week later, I plucked up the courage and I got back to the client and said that date is no longer available. And ironically, and, and as I kind of guessed, there was no real issue. There was no real questioning and, you know, attempt to <laughs> say, well, you're a liar. You know, you should be available. You already said you were. There was no issue whatsoever. So I built up this story in my head about it being a, a massive issue and why on reflection are, um, are perhaps most fearful about is one of my you know immovable values is reliability um, if I say I'm going to do something I'm going to do it so sometimes I'm reluctant to commit because I know when I commit I'll do it and so if I say I'm going to get you something or I'll find something for you or I'll send you something it might be a little bit later than you expect, but I will I will usually always do it. So uh, part of my identity is I'm reliable. If I say I'm going to turn up on Friday and run a session for you, then I'll do it. So to, for me to go against that, was a, that was the hardest thing for me. It was going against that previously held strongly, almost immovably and tightly held belief that I 
I need to be reliable. My worth is about my reliability. And it was kind of refreshing for me to be a little bit, you know, maybe not unreliable in that sense, but a little bit, you know, changing my mind a little bit. And it felt okay. And I'm pretty proud that I did it. And the second thing I'm really proud about is for the next six weeks, I've invested uh, time and money in developing my craft. Um, my craft is facilitation. And so I've invested in doing an, an online group program for the next six weeks. And brilliantly, it happens to be on a Friday. And so for the next six weeks, my Fridays are, are locked out. They're pretty much set in stone. So it's, it becomes in some ways easier for me to say no to prospective work when I've already got something locked in, despite, you know, if there was an emergency, I could always change it. But that feels pretty good. So in a future podcast, I will, I'll let you know how that's gone. But I've been pretty proud at the way I've committed to do that because at the time when I locked it in, I was still um, anxious about what my work pipeline was looking like. And so it had been so easy for me to wait until it was a bit fuller before I, I said yes. But I was pretty proud I did it. And that starts this Friday. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to going a bit deeper on the mastery of this you know, dark art called facilitation. How do you take a group of people uh, and, and move them and shift them in ways that they don't even know necessarily that it's happening? Uh, all, all for good, of course. And that I'll, I'll report back on that at some point in the future. So that's it for this week. I hope that was interesting and a little bit reflective on my week so far. Speak to you next week. Cheers.